I was thinking there's something really in the air that's happening in the industry right now. I think so. And the, the thing I'm talking about is the perfect storm that we're all in right now. I mean, that, you know, everybody's in right now. And I can tell you, Advantage is going to brokers right now. Brokers are making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start out by saying they don't care. A broker does not care whether a trucker makes profit or not. No, they don't. So if you see a commercial and they're trying to act like they care, it's just to get your business. I'm just saying they don't care. Because if they cared, they wouldn't be they wouldn't be offering under $2 a mile. And that's what a lot of them are doing now on dry freight, mm-hmm. offering under $2 a mile. Right. And you can barely operate your truck at $2 an hour. Right. Or it, a mile. Sorry. <laughs> it, it's, it's true. Two bucks a mile is really probably operating cost in this day and age. Um, so what happened is in the COVID times, we had a large amount of truck drivers that stayed home and collected unemployment and stimulus checks. Mm -hmm. That's what happened. Yeah. Okay. Which created this mass void in trucking. It's, I mean, it create you know, not just truckers, but workers everywhere. Yeah, yeah, manufacturers and everything. And, and I'm not going to get on them too much, but I will say this. The ones that stayed home, to me, were just lazy. You've stayed home for a year, year and a half collecting, while your brother truckers were out running, all right, okay, and you were claiming, oh, I don't want to get the COVID, but you still went to Walmart, you still went out to eat, you, you didn't stop going to the bar, Okay, you were afraid of work, but you weren't afraid to have fun. Or hang out with your friends. Right. So the bottom line is that was BS, all right? But here's what happened. You, you, the, the lazy ones, the, the ones that didn't want to work, and which was a huge amount. And, I'm, and look, I'm not saying all truckers. I'm saying the good truckers kept working. I knew a lot of truckers. They just worked. And in fact, the, the majority of them kept working. But there was enough of the ones that sat home collecting that created this void. Now, follow me. What happened was a bunch of greedy people seen opportunity and went, I'll just get my class ACDL. Look at all the money I could make. Mm-hmm. So these truckers were sitting at home collecting like $1,100, $1,200 a week. <laughs> all right. And people decided, I'm going to get in the trucking industry and I'm going to make four or five, six, seven thousand dollars a week. Mm-hmm. So they either bought a truck or they went and did a lease purchase and they were making money hand over foot because of the void, the gap. What what I mean by that is when there was a very limited amount of trucks on the road, brokers and shippers had no choice but to pay three, four, or five bucks a mile. Right. They had to get their freight moved because there was too many there loads. There was a need. Yeah, there was too many loads, uh, supply and demand, however you want to word it. There was too many wor- uh, too many loads available and not enough drivers at that time. So they had to pay out the ass to get the freight moved. And, f- and by the way, fuel was down because nobody was driving, so fuel was like really dirt cheap. Flash forward two years later, and because 
of the other thing that happened, not just the truckers that stayed home. And look, I'm not on the, the good truckers cases. Like, I want to keep saying this so I don't get a million emails saying, F you, Troy, my, we're, you know, we're good truckers. You know, if you stayed home, no, you weren't a good trucker. If you stayed home and you we still took went advantage. out. Right, you were taking advantage of the system. If you stayed home and collected money for the last year and a half, two years, while your brother truckers were out there on the road, you, that's not a good truck driver. No, the good trucker driver actually only was home for the month that was actually completely yeah, the shut lock, down. the lockdown, you know, that you were not allowed to go. I'm talking about the ones that just stayed collecting $1,100, $1,200 a week, 1000 bucks a week. Yeah, I'm having fun. I'm afraid of the corona, but like you said, I'm not, I'll, I'll, I won't stop going out and doing fun things. Okay, flash forward, not only in the trucking industry this happened, but in the manufacturing industry. And now we have this mass shortage of freight. Fuel goes up five, six dollars a gallon. And because the truckers stopped getting the unemployment and winter's over, mm-hmm. those guys are now back in the industry, okay, thinking they're gonna make a lot of money. And what happened was now you had this mass amount of drivers came back. And plus you had this mass amount of people that were, came into the industry for the money only. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now you have a perfect storm where small trucking companies are going out of business. They, yeah. they are because fuel is too high. Rates have gone down. And, and they that, can't afford the trucks. And we'll see. And brokers, I, I started out by saying brokers don't give one rat's ass about anybody. It's true. I'm hearing, I'm hearing all over that they're offering under two bucks a mile for dry freight right now. And they're doing it for one reason, because they can. And so they're like, you know what? Why should I give up profit? Okay. Why should I give up profit? I'm going to offer it as low as I can get these truck drivers to take the freight. I'm going to keep going and lowballing these guys until I find the number that they're at to kill each other and eat each other up and, and dog eat dog. Okay. Maybe there's, there's a lot of good truck drivers out there saying, listen, don't take cheap freight. Do not take cheap freight. We can, we can do this together. But then you always have that guy that goes, I'll take it. And, and he's the guy that starts getting the broker's eyes raised because now the brokers are going, okay, we're getting more and more people that aren't holding out and they're taking it for the cheap rates. And guess what? We're going to keep going as low as we can. See, they're not at the bottom of where these rates are going down to. And it be, it's because you won't get these guys to stick together. The good drivers, you can get them to stick together. The guys that honestly have been sitting at home that are now back in the industry. And then also the guys that came into it for the money. You know, they weren't really truckers. You know what I mean? They were just there for the money. Okay, they bought a truck or two. Some of them actually got 10, 20 trucks before truck prices went through the roof. But now here we are, and you got the perfect storm. High fuel, low rates, and abundance of truckers, and the shortages all across the world spells for a really bad, crappy industry right now if you're relying on broker loads, what they call the spot market. And if, if you still have a chance, I'd be calling customers, or I'd be calling trucking companies that have fixed rates that will still pay you percentage And I would sign on with them versus the trucking companies that are out there, okay, that are just relying on spot market and dog-eat-dog world. Because I'm going to tell you, it's it's not going to get much better right now. And if anybody thinks fuel's going to go back down, 
and rates are going to go back up. Think about this. America hasn't stopped driving because of four or five, six bucks a gallon. We showed, we showed um, the oil industry that we can afford fuel. Even mm-hmm. though you're saying, oh, we really can't, Troy. We're getting screwed. Well, I know, but you, you're still driving, which right. to them, they're saying, Whoop. see, they're willing to sacrifice food on the table and do it, you know, all this other stuff for, for a couple things. Number one, fuel, beer, and cigarettes. Americans will always choose those three things just about over everything it's true they really will and now here we are what do you think i think that um the memes that said uh if it came to you a trucker did it and 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 you know how there's like during the time of covid there is those memes going around about you know not just thanking a trucker but how the truckers didn't stop you know they they rate it right up there with the healthcare workers and stuff yeah we were heroes during yeah. the covid time and then you have the ones that stayed home for that year and a half you weren't the hero yeah you were one of the reasons why our economy sucks too because what happened it's true is all these drivers that stayed home and and not just drivers humans people yeah no that's what that i'm saying the manufacturers everything that didn't go out there and work for all this time and took advantage of the unemployment and took advantage of the stimulus where do you think we got to pay that money back it's not for free so right now our economy and the fuel being up so high we're paying it back now thank you <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but but it's it's so true what you just said and you know you go to the manufacturers like I remember the first couple months the COVID hit, Tyson Chicken. They were like, workers were like calling in. They were afraid to come in. And people were legitimately scared in the beginning. Yeah. But again, if you're legitimately scared. But everybody had us scared at that point. You know, they did have us scared those first couple of months. But if you were legitimately scared to go to work, you should have been scared to go out and have a good time too. But again, you shouldn't have visited anybody. You should have been locked in your house yeah. or right now been insane because at that point it would have been insane. It's it's just truth and that's what it is. I mean, anybody that, that you know, I would never believe anybody that says, oh, I was legitimately not going to get that Corona. I didn't. Okay, but you still did other things. So, mm-hmm. so anyways, going back to what we were saying, it's not just the truck drivers that were st- sitting at home. No. It's also the manufacturers. It's also the assembly line workers. Mm-hmm. Everybody, mm-hmm. you see shortages in General Motors, Ford. Everybody's, you know, having a hard time, even dealerships getting cars. and waitresses. I mean, the, the food industry that way. Everybody toilet, has a Remember the toilet paper shortage. I mean, I'm just saying. That was, that, that's. That's a f- that there's something going on. That was on really there. crappy. But, but anyways, but the bottom line is, okay, the people, not just the drivers, that sat home, honestly, you're part of the reason why we are where we're at. And then some of them might, you know, the ones that sat home are probably going to F you. But that's true. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's just true. By sitting home, you created a void, which created greed, which created this amount of dry, uh, com- people we have in the industry now when you came back it was too full high fuel low rates and shortages means no loads high price high price fuel and cheap loads it just doesn't get any worse well i mean it probably could so i just wanted to point that out this is where we're at and until truck drivers actually stick together you know you're never gonna you're never gonna be able to you know Get what you want in the industry as a as as a whole. Not a Rolling Stone song. I, can't I don't always get what you want. <laughs> I guess it is. <laughs> I can't sing either. That <laughs> yeah, sounded pretty good. So, anyways, um, you guys might want to give that a thought. Um, and again, I'm just going to say this one more time: the majority of truckers worked. 
the majority of truck drivers did not stay home. It was a small percent of these guys, but it was enough to create an insane void in the industry to where it created opportunity for others. And then it just came all together. And here we are. We've got all this stuff now against us, mm-hmm. and I don't see it getting better. I'm going to tell you right now, I do not see it getting better. I don't see fuel coming down much. If it does come down, I don't see it coming down much, okay, because we proved we can afford it. Believe it. You've told the government we can afford the fuel prices because <laughs> if you didn't, you wouldn't have driven. Mm-hmm. And number two, the rates are just, they're really going back to what they were pre-COVID, pre-tariff pre, um, time, so... Um, that's all I'm going to say. And we can move on. Moving on. I like your hat. My hat is a, let me tell you something, y'all. If you send me a hat, if you're a trucking company and you want me to wear it on the podcast, I will do that for you. Free advertising. You Mm -hmm. know, we got people that advertise and they're paid commercials on the show, but anybody that wants us to wear their hat for a podcast for advertising for you, send me a hat. And, uh, what's, what's our PO box, Ruthann? Is 3779. It, it's P.O. Box 3779, Homosassa Springs, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's H-O-M-O-S-A-S-S-A Springs, Homosassa Springs. Uh, zip code is 34447. And, of course, that is in the sunshine state of Florida. Send me a hat, and I promise you I'll wear it on the podcast. All right? I have a hat, too, but mine's blue i believe yeah mine's blue national but yours has elite fleet on it i don't think mine has elite fleet yeah so speaking of national carriers when we mentioned some sponsors sure. uh national carriers is looking for drivers ruthann lease drivers and they're looking for company drivers right now and a few students if you've graduated a trucking school call them at 888-311-7076 that's 888-311-7076 and they've got nothing but the best uh, Kenworth T680s with the big sleeper. We also have Carter Lumber. Carter Lumber has over 160 locations east of the Mississippi, and they're looking for Class A and Class B drivers for home every week. Home every day. Uh, yeah, every day. Woo. Yeah, Carter Lumber is local home every day. And to get to get uh, an application in with them, they want you to go to carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL. Just go in there, click on it, and it takes like five seconds to fill it out. Carterlumber.com forward slash talk cdl also camions break even calculator by load smart everybody knows who load smart is it that if you can go there at camion.io forward slash talk cdl it's a it's a, a download it's free i'll say it again it's free and what it is is it's a calculator that helps you run your fleet helps you run your truck if you're an owner operator with the crazy high prices of fuel Camion came out. What what timing Camion had by bringing out a a break even calculator shows drivers how to utilize every penny mm-hmm. to maximize their profit. Drivewise, that's another sponsor. We're getting a lot of people that's sending messages saying, "Hey, we use Drivewise," and that's D R I V E W Y Z E dot com. That's Drivewise dot com. And if you're looking to be able to bypass the scales, you have a small fleet, you have your own truck, uh, down, go and download the app today. And you don't need a, a machine like some other companies. They make you get a transponder. You download the app and you're bypassing the scales. And Ruthann doesn't like when I say it like on, uh, what was it called? Private. Yeah, on Private Parts, on the Howard Stern movie, when he said WNBC. So I was saying what... So now I I have it as 
D-R-I-V-W-Y-Z-E. <laughs> but, you know, it could be a good logo slang, you know? Yeah, no, but it, it might end up being really great for, for DriveWise, for yeah. my, my dislike for Howard Stern. <laughs> Anyways, also real quick, driving-test.org. Got a lot of people saying we used the app and we passed. We got emails uh, being sent to us. Uh, you just go there and sign up for it. It's forty nine ninety five, and they guarantee you'll pass your CDL or your money back. That's driving-test.org for forty nine ninety five to add that to your trucking school. It's worth the Abs- investment. Yeah. I mean, you're spending that much money for your, your CDL training. Absolutely. Moving on. Moving on. So um, real quick, I, I so we should tell everybody, this is about our fifth attempt this week to make a podcast. It- <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we literally, normally the podcast is done up. and edit it and it's, it usually comes out right around 3 a.m. on a Sunday morning. So then drivers can, you know, uh, click on it and listen to it. They get the notification or, or you'll get the video later on that day. Mm-hmm. And we attempted to do it and had uh, electrical problems yesterday. We're in the studio. Was it four or five times? Lightning and thunder. Power outage in the middle of the podcast. We're like get trying to get through it. Finally, we're like, you know what? We ain't getting it done today. Editing would not have appreciated us trying to, you know, that was a, a real choppy. Yeah. I mean, the video stayed going and the computer stayed going because they're battery operated too, but the mics kept going in and out. Yeah. But the bottom line, uh, we are finally getting it done and Lord willing, it'll be up and going Sunday night, which is tonight. Yeah, in a few hours. Sometime. So anyways, moving on, Ruthann. Moving on. Okay. Um, got an alert here. If you use this ELD, okay, this elect- electronic log device, it says the, FMCS- the FMCSA says that you are no longer compliant. You're on video yawning. Sorry. It happens every time. I have a deviated septum, and (laughs) I can't breathe through my nose well. (laughs) Okay. So this ELD, okay, it just says on Friday, uh, the Motor Carrier Safety Administration issued an alert informing users that an ELD device is no longer approved for use by truck drivers and motor carriers. Effective June 24th, the FMCSA says the Arian T ELD has been removed from the agency's list of approved devices and added to the list of revoked devices due to the company's failure to meet the minimum requirements. All Arian TELD users are required to take the following steps according to the FMCSA. One, discontinue using the revoked devices and revert to paper logs. Ooh, that's going to be fun. Or logging software to record uh, required hours of service data. And number two, replace the revoked devices with compliant ELDs from the registered devices list before August 24th. So you have two months, roughly two months, 60 days to stop, or I'm sorry, to replace the ELD that you have in your truck. So at least they're not, you know, going, okay, guys, if you get caught, you're screwed. They're giving you ample amount of time to change the ELD. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you go to Samsara or um, what's with your keep trucking or one of those those uh, uh, ELDs that are out there on the market. Get a Qualcomm, whatever you guys want to use. But the bottom line is, if you haven't heard yet, the Arian T, unless it's it says Arian capital T, okay, ELD 
system is no longer approved by the FMCSA, and they're trying not to fine you. I read also that they're when if they pull you over right now, obviously in the first week or two, there's a lot of people don't know. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to be trying to be really lenient, explain to them, you got to get rid of this, you're going to be in trouble, blah, blah, blah. And, well, actually, I apologize. The FMCSA is encouraging DOT not to fine you. So it's not saying you can't get a fine. So best thing to do, discontinue, unplug it, and start, and just pick up an, a, a paper logbook. And guess what, guys? A lot of you guys and gals probably haven't used a paper logbook because ELDs have been around for a couple of years now. And they are mandatory unless you have um, certain waivers. You know, I, th- I think like cattle industry, there's a couple of them that don't have to still use the, e- the ELDs and they're on paper logs. Mm-hmm. But unless you have a, um, what's the word besides waiver? A, um, there's another word for it. I can't even think of it. But the bottom line is unless you have permission, okay, to be on paper logs, you probably haven't. You guys that have been in the industry only two years probably don't know how to use a paper log. Some form of exclusion. Right. So number one, go to a truck stop, pick exemption. up exemption. Ex- an exemption. Thank you. There's the word. That's why I married her. I have to always figure out his language. Yeah. So unless you have an exemption, get yourself a paper log, okay, and go to YouTube. Mm-hmm. I'm serious when I say this. I mean, I you can learn how to rip a motor apart on YouTube. They explain. <laughs> There's some somebody smart enough to make a video on YouTube. It's all free. Go to YouTube, type in how to use paper logs, class ACDL, any, any one of those terms. And somebody will show you how to use the 70, the 70 hour rule or whatever you're under. And it's that simple. I promise you. And enjoy it. Enjoy it while it lasts. (laughs) Enjoy the paper logs. So that is the, uh, you, you had something you were talking about yesterday, you're thinking about (laughs) Um, a couple guys down in Miami. What, what was that going on with that? Okay. It's in Fort Myers. In Fort Myers. Yes. This what is happened? moving on. We're moving yeah, on. Moving on. Yeah. Moving on. I'm going to read the whole article because once I get to the one section, it, it blew my mind. Okay. So I'm just going to read it. And it's like a, like a, I would say like a metallic bullet color type of tractor. So Fort Myers, Florida, two men suspected of stealing fuel and committing credit card fraud were arrested Monday morning in Lee County. On Monday, June 20th, around 9.36 a.m., Florida Highway Patrol troopers initiated a traffic stop on a 2016 Freightline truck. Two suspects identified as Juan Escanlogo, no, that's Hildalago of Bradenton and Raul Tora Alba, Okay. Of Lehigh Acres were both arrested. I mean, who hasn't heard of the Torah Albus? Well, let me tell you something. I'm not good with any (laughs) any type of language whatsoever. (laughs) I know. I have a bad tongue when it comes to trying to spit anything out when it comes to these words. Okay, go ahead. Um, So the two, um, it's an elaborate scheme, said Lieutenant Greg Bueno of Florida Highway Patrol. It's just not something you sit down on your at your dinner table one day and say, okay, tomorrow I'm going to do this. So the, the, the Freightliner had enough fuel tank capacity for three semi-trucks. This, this is where I'm saying I had to read it to you because... What did they have, like an extra tank? Oh my gosh, listen to what these guys did. So what they did is on each side of those drums are expanded by 150 gallons. 
The truck was built with two fuel tanks on each side. They supposed they're supposed to hold 150 gallons each. Investigators say that the two men expended expanded the tanks to hold 300 gallons of diesel fuel plus plus. That's on each side. Yes. Wow. So that's 600 gallons that they had just on the tractor. So they they stole the tractor and now they're stealing fuel. Well, they I'm not even done what they did. Okay, good. Plus, they added another tank inside the cab. You know, you know what's so, funny? I actually seen a video like that once where somebody added this barrel. They ripped out the bunk and they had a um, a big drum of fuel in there, and they had that also going into the line. It was the most ridiculous thing. Go ahead. So, underneath the sleeper bed compartment inside the truck is in another reservoir holding upwards of 170 gallons of fuel. What we theorize is they go to different locations and they sell the diesel fuel for profit. Closer inspection revealed the truck was stolen out of Miami and illegally equipped with unlawful welded fuel tanks filled with stolen diesel fuel, according to the FHP. Troopers additionally confiscated credit card skimmers, numerous stolen credit cards, and a laptop used used by the pair to defraud. Truckers like, um, there was a driver, I guess, Tyrone Richard, were likely a prime target for the schemers. He is an independent trucker who's digging deep to pay for the diesel. Honestly, I'd be tempted to do it because the fuel prices is ridiculous, Richard said. That wasn't a good thing to say, though, Richard. You know the old saying, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Well, that goes for gas, too. It could be diluted water, said the lieutenant. So they were both brought to Lee County Jail, they are both facing charges of larceny, multiple counts, fraud, resisting arrest without violence, unlawful conveyance of fuel, and grand theft auto. I'm going to show you. This is what they took out of the bunk. That's the skimmer, the credit cards, and the laptop. Look at all of them, right? Wow. Now, that is the tractor. There they are. There's, There's the, the men. Which you might not be able to see it. Cause, yeah. Okay. So awesome. if you have heard of those two men, double check yourselves. Make sure you're not wow. a so, victim. So they were, they used skimmers. They used. They stole credit cards. They used skimmers. They, they stole the, f- I, I honestly, that they. So all those credit scheme. cards, they were probably just going and using them to buy the fuel. Mm-hmm. And then they were going and selling it right there at the truck stops. Right. Obviously, if fuel's five bucks a gallon, and you get on the CB and say, "I've got fuel for three fifty a gallon, or mm-hmm. f- even four bucks a gallon," you know, uh, you're saving somebody. If if they have hundred and fifty gallon tanks on both sides, you're saving them three hundred dollars right off the bat. Right. And if you wouldn't have a hard time selling it. But see, what happens is people don't realize. Eventually, eventually. You get caught. Somebody rats on you. Mm-hmm. That's see when you're on the CB and you're at the truck stops. It's like. I remember back in the day, um, there was a guy selling meat out of the back. I can't remember if it was an FFE truck or a prime truck, but I remember that at a truck stop. This guy was selling, you know, meat out of the back of his trailer, and I and I was thinking, you're you're going to be screwed because you, all you need is somebody that is a uh, you know somebody that doesn't like wrongdoing like that mm-hmm. to just walk into the truck stop at the time we didn't have cell phones walk into the truck stop and say bring hello prime truck number blah 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 is doing this and it's that easy to get caught when you're doing 
dastardly deeds like that. Mm-hmm. And these guys here, how inevitable was it for them to get caught? But mm-hmm. anyways, that was a nice story, Ruthann. Um, I mean, it was, you know. Yeah. Let's move on. Moving on. Um, check this out. Um, investigators hoping for information on a man who laid in front of a semi-truck. So this guy, here, bottom line is, guy was out in El Paso on the interstate, laid down, and then a semi-truck ran him over and killed him, obviously. So they're trying to figure out, you know, was the guy, was the guy forced? Was the guy high, drunk, or was it just suicide by semi-truck? And I'll tell you, um, you know, suicide's a real thing. But if you're looking to commit suicide and you jump in front of a semi-truck, I promise you, it's one of those suicides that's probably almost 100% guaranteed. Yeah, but you, you know, know, you get run over by 80,000 pounds, you, you aren't getting up. I just, I just, what I don't like, What's I mean, that? I don't like suicide and I don't like, so, you know, something like well, that I mean, happening. Right. But why pull someone else into your action? Well, I mean, that's, it's like suicide by cop, suicide yeah. by trucker. And you're, they, what they don't take in consideration is the ramifications that that, w- that other person's going to have to feel. Yeah. Can you imagine, I mean, running somebody over and crushing them and then having to get out? Yeah. Of your truck and going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Exactly. It's traumatizing. Absolute. PSTD. I mean, can you imagine seeing someone's head crushed on the ground Ugh. or whatever, you know, whatever it looked like when they was done. Can you imagine being the guy that has to now pick up, you know, take your phone out and call the police and explain yourself. And then not on t- just, I'm guaranteeing you, there's probably... In the back of police minds, they're thinking, okay, now we got to make sure this guy, this trucker wasn't criminal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And something, you know, what happened? You know, you're going to be questioned now. So, yeah, it was very traumatizing for the truck people driver. Don't do, don't do that, people. Prayers, don't draw someone else into it. Right. Prayers for the truck driver that was uh, put in that situation. I mean that sincerely. And if you feel that, call help. Call help. Call for help. Help. Yeah. I, I, let's move on. I got one last thing I'd like to talk about. Okay. I'm sweaty. Yeah, I am too. So These lights are hot. They're hot lights. Um, the other day we were in Sam's Club. Yes, we and were. And I, I videoed that driverless. The cleaner. The cleaner. It's got wheels and it's coming down the aisle. Everybody's probably seen them by now. Walmart has them, and it it it'll if you walk in front of it, it'll stop. It's driverless. It don't. It, it's just dr- a driverless thingy. Beep, 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 beep. It just beeps. Going Ugly looking thing. Creepy. Excuse looking. me. Well, anyways, listen to this. Feds approved driverless cabless truck for operation on the U.S. roads. I'm going to have a picture of it up here, you know. Okay. It's So it's cabless? No, let me let me just show you a picture of it so you can see it. Look at this. Look at that. It it doesn't even have a cab. It it looks like something off of Star Wars. But but look, I'm I'm not going to read the article, but let me just tell you what it is. It's it's okay. it's being done in in Memphis. Um I I'm trying to remember who the freight the people that signed up to do it was, um, let me look to see if I could find it real quick. Um, it's going to happen in Memphis. Um, it's by N-Ride, Autonomous Truck N-Ride has the program going. And there's two shippers that are signed up to. I think I heard something about that. I think it's a big company. Yeah, they're big companies that are, are going to be um, part of the test pilot on this thing. But, you know, the bottom line is. This um, this truck doesn't have a driver, and somebody by remote control is, is going to be um, operating it, almost like a video game in a sense. It says that the um, person that's operating it is going to be at a different location 
by remote control operating this truck. The truck will be in traffic. They'll be hauling pods. Um, I just couldn't find the name. And like I said, I didn't want to, I didn't feel like reading it, but the bottom line is, okay, it's, it's going to, oh, GE appliances is one of them. And there was one more big name that I, oh, Hayer, H-A-I-E-R. They make like pool supplies and pumps and all kinds of stuff. Oh, okay. Hayer, yeah. Um, but anyways, so these two companies, them and GE are going to be, uh, part of the test pilot shipping this stuff, and it's going to be in Memphis. A not only driverless but cabless. I don't like tractor. Tra- I, I don't like it. Nobody likes it except for those that are making money on it. But it's going to be in traffic, going with the flow, going around turns, stopping at red lights, and doing its thing. And somebody's going to be working it from a remote, a remote control. It's Can you insane. Because he's doing it and he sneezes. <laughs> And the chuckles. <laughs> exactly. You know, if you're at home and you cough. <laughs> but, I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. Too many things could happen. And I don't like it. I don't like it. If something happens. Well, I'm a, I'm a guy that, you know, as human beings, we don't like change. No, it's not just that. It's not just that. The safety right. issues of it. You know, right now, if you're driving down, right, and your your drive tire or one of the trailers, if something happens, mm-hmm. you just pull over. Right. Mm-hmm. And you get out and you inspect what happened. You call for help. You do what you need to do. Right. If this person's driving down the road and something happens, they can't just pull over. You know what I'm saying? They can't just get out of the way. They can't just do certain things because they're not there to physically see anything. They're not there to see someone cutting them off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sure. There might be cameras, but I don't think the cameras would be able to give a, a good visual because there's going to be some delay. I don't care where you're at. There is a delay when it's transporting itself, video or, or anything. It's, there's n- it's not real time. You know, I'm going to just throw this out there also. Kids are going to get hit. For electric autonomous trucks. A world of electron, electronic autonomous trucks. Just think about this for a second. There's many things they have to get over. But just imagine a truck stop with 100 trucks, okay? How many, when you pull into the fuel island, when you pull into a truck stop on a busy day, you, you're, you're in line one, two, three trucks deep. Mm-hmm. My point it's is... Like Chick-fil-A line. Well, my point is it takes, I, I don't know, half hour, an hour, a couple hours to charge it. I don't even know. It's, I think they can get a quick charge in like 45 minutes or something like that, a supercharge, whatever they call it. You, they are... To, to make that kind of an electrical system at a truck stop, not to handle one, but to handle 50 at a time or 100 at a time, then what happens about the next 100 that need a charge? You know what I mean? Like, how many trucks fuel up in a day at a truck stop? And my whole point is, how are they going to manage having these trucks sit, even if it's, say, a, a one-hour charge? Let's just say the average is a one-hour charge. You've now got 50 and you got maybe another 50 already waiting. So now that 50 has to wait for an hour while they get charged. And then he's got to go in there and, and sit for an hour, another hour. So, so the, the second 50 is now sitting two hours because the, the, it's already to capacity. And we got to wait an hour for these guys to get filled up till we get in there. And then you got a line of 50. And then what happens if an, another line of 50 is? So now he has to wait two hours 
okay, and then get his his hour, which would be three hours. So it will it will be insane to be able to come up with these mass grids that can recharge these trucks at all at, at you got to be able to at least charge a certain amount of trucks at the same time, just like your fuel island and the the fuel island you pump it. In 15 minutes, you can, 10 minutes, you can pump and get out of that fuel island and be going down the road. Mm-hmm. Where in the electric world, it's totally different. I'm, it's going to be interesting to see how these these companies are going to manage all that. And that's all I'm going to say. Well, I have one more thing I want, I want to add. Memphis still gets bad weather, right? Like ice, snow, right? Yeah, not probably as bad. Yeah, I mean, they might get a little bit here and there, but I don't think Memphis gets really hammered. What about rain? Of course, they get okay. rain and they'll get so, some snow, but so it's not bad. Here's my thing: when you're driving, yeah, as a truck, as a semi truck driver, mm-hmm. you know when you're driving and you start. I won't, I don't want to say jackknifing because there's no no cab and and tractor to to do that. You know, with the with the trailer to jackknife, right? Since it's there's no cab to it, but it will still hydroplane. It will still skid. Yeah, but it it's still, still a fifth wheel, though. Even though it's, there's not a cab, it's, the fifth wheel is like right on top of the tractor part. That's okay, good, yeah. but my point, my, my main point is, is right. you feel that. You feel the loose connection to the road. Mm-hmm. And then there's actions that you need to take to, to take control over your vehicle. As a person here mm-hmm. playing the video game, you don't have that feel. I don't care what you would have like, you know, back when, with, with Nintendo, so you used to have the rumble, you know, handheld, you know, you would rumble, yeah. you know, it's not going to have that. Okay. So I don't care. You're not going to know when your trucks or when you're fake. You mean if you're sitting there with remote controlling your car, your truck, like if you're sitting in your living room driving. Yeah. You're not going to feel when I mean, the would... wheels don't make connection to the road. You're not feeling that. But that would kind of be the ultimate way of trucking from your living room, you know? And a rumble. Yeah, you sit there, eat your dinner, you know, you're with your family. But I just don't see it working out. I like don't the, see I see a big safety hazard. I see a big safety hazard, too. But, hey, it, it all remains to be seen how they're going to work this out. But I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm not for autonomous vehicles at all. Zero. Well, I'm not for them because it takes I'm away the, the drive for the for the. Yeah, the they, real truckers. they claim they're going to create thousands of jobs. I got, I, I gotta, you gotta show me. Anyways, moving on. Moving on. Moving on, and that's my podcast, Ruth Ann. Do you have the word of the day or anything I like? Do. What's the word of the day today? The word of the day is mead. M e e d or e a d. E e d. M e e d. M e a d is like the beer. You know, the old mead. Medieval time stuff. Right. M-E-E-D, mead, is a deserved share or award, reward. So a mead is a reward? Yeah. A deserved so, reward? Yeah. Okay. Your, des- uh, your deserved share or a reward. And I'm going to play it just so that people can hear Word Genius's voice. Word Genius. Mead. Mead. M-E-E-D. Yes. And I'll put it in a sentence. It's natural for people to crave mead, especially those who are often unrecognized. So like attention, a reward, a pat on the back, they, they're craving mead. Well, I mean, it's not just, um, the, it's not just in that way. I would say it's also for, you know, it's your deserved share. Okay. Awesome. So. Well, I think we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.